Welcome everybody to The Outside Edge, a podcast from extreme athletes for extreme athletes that are adrenaline junkies and love the good stories. I'm your host, Dave Briscoe. Joined by my producer, Mikey Lee. Hello, everyone. Hey, Mike. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Buckle down. But man, lockdown sucks. Buckle down. You know what? It's kind of like uh, it reminds me of that movie Breakfast Club a little bit. Yeah, it is kind of nice. though. I mean, if you think about it, the globe has been going so friggin' wide open. Yeah, you know, you got to be on your phone all the time. You got to be running all the time. You, like, there's how many times in the past year do you always feel like you're late for something? Oh yeah, all the time. All the time. I will say that there is that aspect of it that it is nice to kind of calm down and take a breath for a little while especially i don't know about you i mean i'm sure you as well but i've got something going on all the fucking time all the time we, yeah. there's never enough time for anybody anymore. yeah yeah and it just sucks because you're yeah. constantly like i have to go here i have to go there i have yeah. to do this i gotta do that and it's and right now you don't so exactly. I, i'm getting a little stir crazy but it is kind of nice it is kind of i'll nice. admit that yeah, yeah. plus I'm, I'm living with your niece so <laughs> And she knows how to cook now. Yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, man. I was just saying. Sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let's introduce my other co-host, Chad Briscoe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. What's up, everybody? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. You know, lockdown, uh, day three of drinking now. Yeah, I know. See, that's the other thing, too. Yeah, Don't you get bored? Do. Yeah, there's nothing so you to just do. Start drinking. Yep. And they've closed all the bars and nightclubs, so you can't even be like, let's go have a drink. But th- the good news is, I'm saving money on my bar and nightclub on tab. Alcohol. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, right. I'll go to the bar and have like two beers and a couple of shots, and it's like $35. Yeah. <laughs> but here, I can spend $35. I got a bottle of booze and a case of beer. I'm the like, liquor yeah. stores are probably doing great. <laughs> oh, man. They're. <laughs> Speaking of that, I need I need to set up a thing on my refrigerator <laughs> that every time you open it, that that plays that. <laughs> Why don't you just hide a little Irish guy in yeah. your fridge? <laughs> just have a little leprechaun in yeah. there waiting every yeah. time. <laughs> Top of the morning, they can handle the cold. <laughs> that'd be great. Uh, that'd be great. He even hands it to you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Enjoy the bear for today. Tie one on, you little bastard. Speaking of tying one on, returning for our second time, Mike Klein. What's up, Mikey? I heard you had a little hangover today. Oof. Yes. What'd you get get into? Well, um, I got into beer, and then when that ran out, I went into bullet rye. Ooh, there uh, it is. Yeah, there it is. and the bottle is was really full and is no longer, so I'm not <laughs> sure what all happened. Oh, no, I hate it when that happens. Did you wake yeah. up with an eyebrow shaved off or anything? No, oh. no. Um, not like the time at your house when I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> that time he woke up with a little leprechaun under his arm. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, talking about that. So, if, uh, Mike, uh, for those of you that didn't hear him on the last episode, Mike grew up in Amish country, and we we joke about how quiet it is here now. But there is some magic to the Amish. Oh, dude! You know, it's I like it personally. I think if you could, if if everybody could take a, a, a some time, like and, a week or two yeah, weeks. yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if Amish do like vacations. We're like, come <laughs> stay with us for a month. 
But if they did, I'd probably be interested in that. Yeah, they go play video games. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying not them come with, stay with me, me oh. stay with them and oh, yeah. work on the farm and do that and live that lifestyle oh, for a while. Oh, they'd happily take you working on the farm. But, I mean, no electricity. Right. I mean, you have to, you like, sun's down, you're, you're reading a book or you're, you know, dancing around with my niece some more. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> well, she's going to be wearing one of those damn dresses. Yeah. That's no good. <laughs> But there is just certain they, magic. They'd be like, that cow needs milking. She's uh, <laughs> she's, she looks like she needs milking. That udder's about to burst. <laughs> What's yeah. wrong? No, nothing. I just say she's large-breasted, that's all. Is that what it is? Yeah. I thought you were saying my niece is a cow. No. Oh, come on, dude. Don't start that damn rumor. God, it's early. You just moved in. I, I helped you move in. No way in hell I'm helping you move out of here tomorrow because my niece needs milking. <laughs> I'm saying because it's big. It's about oh, the bus. Like, boy. they need to get something out of there. To move. Good God. Good God. Damn it, man. <laughs> yep. That's all right. The other day we were talking and... Um, uh, we were eating, you know, we've been eating here at home. You're not right. going out and eating at the restaurant. Yeah. And she goes, she goes, I'm kind of hoping that I'll lose a little bit of weight during this lockdown. And I go, me too. And she, <laughs> she goes, what? And I, I went, no, like me too. <laughs> like me too. Yeah, you got to be careful when you're in the same room with them. You're out of practice. I know, but I wasn't saying that about her. Uh -huh. I, was, I wasn't. I was saying that like, as in me too. Me like, too. Like, you need a milking. Yeah. <laughs> I've embarrassed myself yeah. here. Oh, uh, I've backed myself into a corner. Here's me digging my hole deeper. <laughs> hey, God. speaking of that, we, yeah, we for those of you that are, are, we have not got rid of Shannon Best, so everybody knows. Shannon moved back to Australia, and he's been, you know, just in the middle of moving and trying to get resettled and everything else. But I did Skype with him uh, yesterday, and he's all settled in. It, the time difference is, is tough, though, so we're going to have to, what we'll do is this week we'll bring him on for the bonus episode. We'll record it. Uh, it'll, we'll, uh -oh. we'll record it in a little bit here. What was that, Mike? Are you still there? Yep, I'm here. Oh, Sorry, okay. that's all right. So we'll record it anyway um, later this week, and then we'll get uh, Shannon back on the bonus episode. But he is uh, still part of this, and we're going to continue growing with it. We can't wait to hear his story of. He's got some funny stories of the flight back. Oh, I'm sure. And when he got there, and because he left right in, right before all of this really. Kind of spies, oh, yeah. right? He, he gets on the plane, flies to Australia, and all of a sudden, the world Boom. has changed. Yeah. I think they were on lockdown, too, as soon as he got yeah. there. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, they were. So he feels like he's responsible. So we got to make sure we rub it in yeah. and yeah. make he him like, feel like he is responsible. He literally was so excited about getting back to Australia yeah. and going to the bars and seeing his old buddies and everything. Yeah. And now it's like, no. Nope. Lockdown. Yeah. Social distancing. <laughs> lockdown. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you just got back from America? Florida? Yeah. Hell no. I'm no, not coming yeah, to see you. don't want you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So... Anyway, Mike. Uh, so, how's the uh, how's it going up there? You you're, you do you still live in Holmes County? Yes. Yep. I still live in the house where you used to park the bus in the lawn. Okay, and that's the cabins. Yep. And you got you guys rent. Yep. They're cool little cabins. They've got these little bed and breakfast kind of. Uh, we actually sold them uh, last spring. Oh, you did sell so them. Okay. We owned them for fifteen years, and then we sold them. And I have never been happier that I don't own lodging. Uh, today yeah i imagine because all the hotels and everything are completely empty right nobody's coming to the area um which holmes county here in ohio is the largest tourist attraction in the state so come on you know, it's not bigger than yeah. cedar point 
It is. Yep. Holmes County About is bigger five, than Cedar five Point. Five years ago, five years ago, it passed Cedar Point. No kidding. Wow. Do you know what Cedar Point is? It's a theme park, isn't it? It's a roller coaster park. That, yeah. Oh, my God. They have They're the most ridiculous roller coasters. I think they have the highest, the fastest, the steepest, yeah. the scariest. The You're guaranteed. You have to wear. They actually hand out adult diapers at the door, from what I understand. <laughs> they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They You're going to ride it. They've like, got every roller coaster that I'll never ride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you'll Too do a rally at 40, but you won't get on a roller coaster. What the hell? <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, that was point. Yeah. yeah. I go to Cedar Point, and I'm like, man, that was a good time. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> they have changing stations instead of lockers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I should go home and milk my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and now it's never- I went to Cedar Point one time, yeah. and because I'm scared to death of heights. So we went on the first roller coaster, Martha and I, my wife, went on the first roller coaster when we got in. And Which one was it? The corkscrew. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one sucks. It's, it's not high. It's maybe 40 feet off the ground at the highest. And I sat on there, and I thought I was going to die. I was. It was not if, but when. And <laughs> when I got off of there, the guy running the thing looked at me and goes, dude, you okay? <laughs> I mean, so I sat at the bar all day while Martha took rides. Yeah. Well. I, they have that. Uh, what's the one? The top thrill dragster. I love that. Place. Oh my god! So what this is, Mike, is it's you sit in this car and you look at everybody on it. They're just tapping their leg. They're scared to death, and they've got like a, a triple tree or, or what do you call it with the dragsters? Like a that, like a racetrack dragster. Okay, like yeah. they have the lights that come down. Yeah, yeah. Bam, 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 yeah. And then it takes off. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. when this thing takes off, the belt starts smoking, and it make it goes. Uh, I I don't know how fast it goes. It goes from it goes like, like one twenty. Yeah, like really? right out of the gate. Like a, you hit 120 in, in like a quarter mile, three, four seconds. And oh then it gets, it, so it just slings you on the flat. And hopefully you have enough when it lets go that it climbs this 450 foot straight up corkscrew. And if it makes it, it goes over the top and then you come back down again. Half the time it doesn't make it. And, and so then you got to come down backwards. I was on one of those. Oh, and it's, me and mom were on one of those. Oh, she must have been oh, freaking out. Get me off this thing. Yeah, yeah. Get me off this thing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that wasn't what I thought. <laughs> it was just it was just somebody squishing in their pants. That's oh, it. That's what it is. Yeah, they're just walking around. Not milking? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's that. And then, and then a squish. That's all. Yeah, oh, that's horrible. It is pretty awful. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it. It sounds like that a lot around all those roller coasters. Yeah, though. yeah. Well, we haven't done the break in a while. Should we? Yeah, sure. Why not? Here we go. He doesn't know shit about water sports, but he found a way to fit in. It's time for the break with Mike Lee. I don't know if you know this, Dave. What's that? But if you are losing your sense of smell and or your sense of taste, that could be a sign of the COVID nineteen virus. Taste of smell, yeah. T- 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 sense of smell, sense of smell, or your sense of taste. Uh, if you're losing it, according to British doctors, have called on adults who lose their sense of smell to isolate themselves for seven days. That's because the loss of smell and taste are common in coronavirus carriers who suffer no other symptoms. Really? Yeah. Isn't that odd? Huh? So, like, if you're if you're one of those asymptomatic people that just might be a carrier, just walking around with it, and all yeah. of a sudden you can't smell anything. Uh, it could be the virus. That could be it's something that happens. Hmm. Uh, NBA All-Star Rudy Gobert and Radiohead guitarist Ed O'Brien have each reported losing the senses uh, as they battle the virus. 
Um, you ask about the patient's wife or husband, and the patient says, my wife has just lost her smell and taste, but otherwise she's doing well, says one Italian doctor. So she is likely infected, and she is spreading it with a very mild form. Well, I'd be able to tell in my house real quick because I fart a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I let a real stinker earlier. You uh, did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And nobody said anything. No, you, you know, I'm, <laughs> no, no, not here. No. No. <laughs> no. no Are I you trying earlier. to test us? No. Are you trying to see if yeah. I've got the corona? That's what it is. From yeah. now on, that's what I'm doing. You're going to fart. I'm going to fart. And if anybody complains, I'll be like, I'm just testing to see. <laughs> it's a, it's like, a test. This is, how, this, this is only a test. This is how I show I care. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to feel better about farting in public. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. Uh, I have some do's and don'ts for those of you who want to go outside in the great outdoors okay. uh, while you're doing your COVID-19. As much as the world shelters in place to stop the spread of coronavirus, even the most hardcore health officials say that it's still okay to head outside for a run. To this end, the New York Times has published a helpful Q&A for jogging in the age of COVID-19. All right. Uh, can I use drinking fountains along my route? Uh, they say we don't have any data about how long the virus remains infectious on water fountains, but they do have well, a thing metal. That says they said ten minutes. Steel. Oh, yeah. I think it's like more like three days. Really? Yeah, I want to say that uh, stainless steel was one of the longer ones. Yeah, I don't have it right here in front of me, but it does do that. Uh, quite another question: If I am running, well, that's a stupid question. You're supposed to not touch things, right? So, so I wouldn't use a public water unless fountain it's a foot in a heartbeat. If it's no. if it's a foot pump, I mean, but this, you still got the guy slobber. Yeah. Yes. Last time you saw a foot pump water fountain, they're called. <laughs> listen, the foot pump water bubble is up in New England. Water bubble is. Water bubble is. Water bubble is. I haven't heard that in so long. I don't so think long. I've ever <laughs> seen a foot controlled water fountain. Oh, of course. Come on. What do you mean? Of course. You see them all the time. You don't see them. Uh, yeah, I definitely not in school. The only time that I see or those. they got the ones that you hit with your waist too. No, what? I've never seen. Well, how the hell are you going yeah. <laughs> How are you supposed to hit it with your waist and bend over and get a drink? That doesn't make any damn sense. Well, if you're short as me, it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Mike, you ever seen those? Yeah. Yeah. They're all over the place. Bubblers? There's no or well, there's the, He's in Ohio. He doesn't know what a bubbler is. Like the foot where you step on it or the one where the waist. Yeah. You just lean against it. How the hell do you lean against it and then bend down and take a drink? You use your pecker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Good God. Actually, if I were to use my pecker, that would sit me closer to the fountain than my waist. Yeah. But we'd find out if your, t your sense of taste is still there. <laughs> Uh, here's a question that I actually have thought about, uh, and this one is based on jogging, but if I'm running the prescribed six feet behind someone on a path and they cough, will I jog right through their germs? Absolutely. Uh, okay, so the science about how long the, uh, the virus remains in the air is still unsettled, but it is conceivable that droplets containing the virus could linger long enough for you to breathe them in if you closely follow someone who is ill and the wind does not disperse the germs first. I've also wow. thought about that, and I know this sounds stupid, but I have been making sure that I hit that circulate button in my air conditioner in the car. Oh, yeah. Because you know you're worried I, about I don't know, man. driving if by. You're, if you're yeah. taking in fresh air and you drive right behind somebody who coughed into the wind, I don't know. That's I don't a, know. That's a good idea. I'm just saying. I, Think I about how precautionary. Like, how did we make it this far? <laughs> you know, we do have skin on our bodies that is, you know, protects us right. from a lot of stuff, but the. The panic, it's so funny. Like, I know a few guys that are germaphobes anyway that have always had a hard time touching doorknobs or wear yeah. sandals in the shower or, you know, guys like that. Yeah, and, yeah. and those guys are watching the people now trying to become germaphobes and they're right. like, 
You're not doing it right. Rookies. You're rookies. Freaking rookies. You don't know what you're doing. Uh, Another person asked, should I take my shoes off before going in the house? This is actually a good rule of thumb, says uh, Saskia Popesco. Who knows? I don't know. Anyway, a senior infection prevention epidemiologist. That's great. I don't know how to talk. That's a problem. You have to speak English. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Trump. Uh, uh, (laughs) uh, Anyway, she says, uh, an associate professor says that uh, at the Science University blah 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 come on uh we will we will experience some amount of physiological detraining no i'm looking at the wrong damn answer good rule of thumb at honor health in arizona no one knows if the coronavirus sticks to shoes she says but they carry a lot of gunk in general so leave them at the door uh okay well great they're just okay what if you're bare now in florida we wear flip-flops all the time all the time yeah so you're better to be barefoot in somebody's house oh that's a good question i don't know know. i mean at least socks are going to give you a little protection i I don't know i mean you would think so anyway i don't know mike you're not chirping in here where are you falling asleep on me kid well yeah pretty much no (laughs) Uh, the way i look at this i'm going to use precautions but dude if it's my time it's my time i know i see it the same way I, i mean I feel like I'm I'm halfway healthy, and you know if you really look at it, hand sanitizer is alcohol, so that's what kills the germs on your hands. So I am just trying to cleanse the inside uh, using bourbon. <laughs> yeah, that's that, the bullet bullet <laughs> bourbon. That's my, not, uh, not a bad my idea. Sense of smell, my sense of smell is left, but I had, I thought it was due to drinking too much. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, okay, this is the last one. There is, and you guys are going to love this, uh, there's a website called HowMuchToiletPaper.com that will calculate how much longer your current your current stash will last. Uh, it's not the sound effect I meant to play. I don't know what happened there. That should have been a, yeah, there we go. Oh, excited about that. I think the cat was as confused as I am. Yeah, the cat the cats use kiddly. Are you kiddly. let me ask you this before you read this, are you a folder or a baller? I am a folder. You do? Day. You yeah. fold your toilet paper. I'm a folder. So I was having this discussion with uh, Jessica, your niece. Right. And um she's definitely a scruncher. I'm a scruncher. Oh you're a scruncher? Yeah. You wasteful bastard. I don't want to put my finger through the damn toilet paper. <laughs> so so and I was telling her, and you can tell me she thinks I'm disgusting. She thinks this is disgusting. But I'm like, no. Chad, what are you? A folder or a scruncher? I'm a scruncher. You, it's got you a, it's uncivilized people. Uh, How you, many pieces do you fold? Okay, so I'll roll out probably five or six. You know, about what a foot and a half, almost two foot of paper. Okay. And then I'll roll it over once, yeah. and then I'll roll it over twice, so it's about six or eight inches. Right. You know what I mean? And then I'll do the wipey. And then do you and then I, and then, I, and then I fold it back over. So you use the same then, one twice, and then I wipe it. That's again. fucking disgusting. <laughs> no, is that barbaric? No, it is completely no. barbaric. No, that's how you do it. How many times do you get crap on your, your thumb? I or never, your, never. I never. You're no. so lying. No, I use good toilet paper. I don't buy the crap that you get in the like Seven Eleven bathroom. What do you do in the Seven Eleven bathroom? No, I don't. In the Seven Eleven bathroom, I throw out like six rolls. It's like six <laughs> feet. Of but you sheets, still fold, and I still fold. Yeah, I can't help it. Wow. The folding is so much Did, more. Who taught you how to fold? Uh, I don't know where I picked that up. Where do you learn that? I mean, does your mom say, all right, this is how you do it. Who teaches you how to scrunch? So here's the problem with the scrunching. I'm just going to, I'm going to show you. You sit down, you get in front of the toilet paper and you go. No, 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 no. I take the same amount. No. No. Yeah. You take out a bunch. You scrunch it up. No, no, no. I make a flower. Four or five sheets. (laughs) Oh, flower i do it's a little i I use the same six foot same amount you use it's a but then i kind of make it 
cover my hand. Like I make it this little flower. How that, big is your butthole that it needs to cover your entire big. hand? It's, well, it's a weird reach back there. You know, are you going from palm to fingertip what whenever you wipe? blind people do you think? How do blind people know when they're done wiping their butt? They hope that they haven't lost their sense of smell yet. And then they just give it a whiffa. <laughs> Oh, that one, that one still smells uh, like linen fresh. It's Wouldn't good. You, We're clean. Like if you, I mean, even though you're blind, you got to have a prankster buddy <laughs> that would walk in and as you're smelling it, whack your hand. <laughs> you think? Uh, no, I, but I, I, I did. A folder. You what? Say that again. I be, I started becoming a folder. The second I was the one paying for the toilet paper. Exactly. Really? I think that might have happened. You might be right, Mike. I think I did it when I was in college and I was on a budget. So you used the ball and then you folded. Yep. Did somebody tell you, did you figure it out on your own or did somebody say, oh, what do you mean? You don't fold? No, I, I don't remember exactly when it happened. I just remember when I moved out and started buying my own toilet paper, I couldn't believe how much money you spend on toilet paper. Yeah. And see, here's the difference between what you do, Dave, and what I do and yeah. Mike does is uh, we can take that little, you know, six sheet fold it over several times and then keep folding down to where it's literally just like two to three inches <laughs> wide. Shit on your hand. No, but you don't, if you know how to wipe your own ass, you don't get shit on your hand. And then that is it. It's done. It's clean and wipe till you're white. And that one thing, but if you're a scruncher, you, you do, you do one six scrunch, you make a little flower and then you do it again yeah. and you do it a third time probably before it's all gone. Oh yeah. I, there's yeah. no way. So even you're using if I was three times, you're doing three times more toilet paper than we are. Even if I was a folder, I guarantee I couldn't do it with one. You do it with one pullout. Yeah. Like usually. you pull out one piece. Yeah. And you can finish with that one piece. I mean, yeah, usually, I mean, unless I had a lot of beer last night or something. Wow. Not me. Not yeah. me. I lucky if I get. Seven to ten. Oh my god! That's why I clog so many toilets. Yeah, you should probably go see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good. No, I'm regular. Yeah, I'm oh. very regular, and I eat. You know what it is? I eat organic. Right, but you should. It changes your poop, doesn't it, Mike? I I wouldn't know. I've eaten organic for twenty five years, so I guess I don't really know. Do you have solid uh, feces, or do you are you like you know throwing out some flakers? I'm probably pudding. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> like a like a tapioca pudding though. Like not a soft runny pudding. Oh my, <laughs> like a, oh my god. What? That's disgusting. What? You've got problems. It depends on what I eat. Like if yeah. I I eat a lot of pasta. If I eat pasta, it's cool. You could you could walk on it. It's solid. <laughs> Sometimes with a good pasta meal, yeah. I don't even have to wipe it all. You ever have one of those? Oh, yeah, that's you cold. go back there and there's nothing. You're like, yeah. what happened? Have you ever had a sinker that goes back underneath the toilet and, and you wipe and there's something on the toilet paper, but then you look in the toilet and there's nothing there? Oh, it went right down? On yeah, the... yeah, yeah. That's a that's, good shot. That's called the ghost poopy. <laughs> How do we always get on this? I don't know. Every time. Uh, but uh, there you have it. There's the break, ladies. Oh, I didn't actually finish the story. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. I didn't even finish the story. Hold on a second. So this website uh, will actually calculate how much longer your current stash will last. It calculates such factors as the amount of rolls in your home and how frequently you visit the throne. Uh, advanced options include a number of wipes per trip and sheets per wipe. So that would kind of go into your scrunch versus fold. 
Uh, of course, the toilet paper is in high in demand, so a lot of people are actually visiting this. So let's just do a quick calculation. How many uh, rolls of toilet paper do you have currently at your house, Dave? Oh, my God. Uh, Jeannie, she's one of the hoarders. Oh, not, oh really? Not hoarder. She's a gatherer. Let me yeah. not call her a hoarder. <laughs> yeah. She's a gatherer. She's, okay. So she's gathered. Oh, my How God. How many? What do you say? Well, 50? Chad? <laughs> oh, thank God for Jess's brother, Kevin. Yeah. Uh-huh. My secret Santa gifts was like 60 rolls of toilet paper. Oh, wow. So you have 60 rolls at your well, house well, right not now? not anymore, but... Oh, okay. Oh, right, because that was yeah. December. Uh, how many do you think Ginny has? Oh, we've easily got uh, 40 rolls at the house. 40? Jeez Louise. God, I've never even... Uh, what? Uh, toilet what? visits per day. What's the toilet paper? Say that one more time. Like hoarding the toilet paper, none of this has made sense to me it because make it sense. gives a runny nose, not a runny ass. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, Dave has a runny ass all the time, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, th that one does baffle me as well. I don't know why, with the scare of a virus, you need more toilet paper. You'd think you'd more need more vitamin C. Maybe some more orange yeah. juice. Emergency or whatever that I, stuff I, There's is. 10 things I could probably list over toilet paper that you need more than toilet paper. So let me ask you this. Um, uh, <laughs> by the way, if it's just you, uh, it says that you will last 213 days or 1,521% of your quarantine. So you're hoarding. That's called hoarding. If it's yeah. just you. But you have you, Jeannie, and Chad all in the house, right. right? How many trips a day on average? Two? Every time I eat. I've got, I've so got a short three. window. Yeah. So you're three. Jeannie's probably two, maybe three. Uh, Chad, what about you? One or two. One or two. All right. So we'll say an average of, let's say, eight times uh, between all of you here. Uh, and it says that your toilet paper should last 80 days or 571% of your quarantine. So you're still a hoarder. For 40 rolls? That's for 40 rolls? For 40 rolls. rolls, yeah. Should last how many? Should last, in theory, if uh, if we have eight trips to the bathroom a day. Yeah. Between the three of you, it should last you 80 days. This is according to howmuchtoiletpaper.com. Huh. Wait, I'm going to have to be a little more. Th I'll try folding. 80 days. Can you come in and show me once? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. Yep. Well, that's going to do it for the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank wow. you, Ah, oh, The break. We haven't done the break in a while. That's good. So, yes, yeah, so we'll have Shannon back uh, soon, and we'll find out what's going on in Australia and, uh, you know, get caught up on all that stuff. And, Mike, you said that more people are uh, wakeboarding up there now, last episode. Um, what's going on with that, and, and what uh, what do you see as new tricks that guys are doing? Um, I, I really don't know that many of the riders. Uh, it's because it's a whole new generation. Uh, but you're you're seeing some guys out on Lake Buckhorn where we rode yeah. uh, when you were in here. Um, but, you know, you're seeing really, you know, you're seeing some a lot of 540s, you know, um, blind tricks, a lot of backside stuff. Good. Uh, you're seeing toe side backside spins. Yeah, those are tough. Those I are know. And it's. The level of riding is definitely higher than it was when, when I was riding. Uh, but it's a bunch of young kids that I don't really know about. But there's there's so much money in, in our community here. Yeah. That they're, they're buying these, you know, let's say four or five, six Amish guys, you know, that are 18 years old. They don't go to high school. So they get their first job at 14. Right. And 
you know, by the time they're 19 years old, they've got a pile of money. Sure. So they're they're buying, you know, these seventy-five to a hundred thousand dollar boats and with serious weight in it, and they're doing tricks that we couldn't dream of doing because that's what we was my have- next question is are they weighting the boat? Because I know like the, the big gap on learning tricks was a lot of the guys that didn't know what they were doing and putting too much weight in the boat. And I was always a stickler for keeping the weight smaller until you get your base down. And I didn't know, but it sounds like they're just waiting it down and going. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really funny. Uh, the one guy I talked to, I think they've got like a 2012 X Star, and uh, but they said it's so fast to empty and fill the bags that they'll weight it heavier, weight it different for different riders. Where you know, when when I started, it was filling fat sacks and you know emptying those for one rider versus the next one just didn't happen right uh but you're you're really seeing uh a a lot of guys that you see right now have a very solid base uh where you don't see the guy barely being able to ride you know ride and then go up and try something upside down like you used to sure Uh, it's it's pretty it's i mean we go out on the boat and sit on the pontoon and just watch them ride right there's some really, really good. There's a rider that the one I helped with the uh, tantrum, the blind. Um, he is the best rider that has ever been in this area. Hmm. And how uh, old is he? Jerry Nunn. Jerry Nunn rides down there some. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jerry Nunn. Yeah, he's from Ohio. We got to get him on sometime. Flying Nunn. Great dude. So yeah, well, cool. Well, hey, Mike, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, sharing the time that you have with us. And uh, everybody, make sure you check. T- tell one more time, Mike, about your uh, podcast. Uh, called Back to the Roots Podcast. Uh, we have a website. It's B, number two, letter R, podcast.com, B2Rpodcast.com. Uh, check it out. It's, it's about organic and farm. Yeah, if you're into organic food and you're into healthy and, and, and getting this stuff, go check out their podcast. And uh, I'm sure it's great because I, Mike usually gets a cow or at least a quarter cow for me once a year, and it's it's awesome. So, well, thanks, everybody. Chad, you got anything to add? Um, everybody stay inside. Keep drinking. <laughs> That's it. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. <laughs> I'm going to go teach you how to ro- uh, fold toilet paper. I'm going to go learn how to roll toilet paper, and I'm going to talk to you about next time. <laughs> so that's, I, I'm going to go have a lesson right now myself. Hey, Mike, it was nice talking to you, man. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. Right on, guys. On behalf of the cast, I'm Dave Briscoe. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time on The Outside Edge.